Hello there, you're about to experience the What's Up Church podcast. Can a dude get some Holy Spirit? What's up, church? What is up, church? 2024. This is the first episode in 2024. Clearly, I took a vacaciones um, for the new year and Christmas. And it's been what? I think <clears throat> mid-December, I think was the last time I sent something out. Um, just decided to take the end of the year off. Not because I didn't want to talk to you guys or any of that or need to talk to you guys. Um, but, you know, I had some stuff to get done. Things are loud. Apologize. My desk is clanky. Um, but first and foremost, dude, how are you guys doing? Lovely. That is lovely. Um, and I agree with you that there is a crazy spiritual stirring in me right now. <clears throat> um, so, again, uh, the first of the year, um, I do fasting. So this is not a hashtag subtle brag. This is just what I do because last year I started with a fast, a, a liquids only fast for the month of January. And it was the greatest thing I could have done to start the year off, like the greatest thing. And so, uh, hence right now, rinse and repeat. So I don't know if I, I think I said it, I, I've been on a digital fast on my cell phone. Another fast. Let me go ahead and actually restate. I just basically no longer allow myself to use my phone for anything but phone purposes. So obviously business, so email, phone calls, texting, you know what I mean? But I don't go on and I'm not on YouTube. I'm not on any social. I'm not on anything on my phone that is not related to the phone. I've, I've made it so that I'm no longer allowed to do that. I just have removed that from my, from my being. So it's not a fast. I, I, I started as like a thing I was going to fast, but I'm, I'm just going to keep it as a lifestyle. And it's way better. Like, I got to say, honestly, my productivity and efficiency in my time is exponentially better. It's, it's shocking how much more I get done in the same amount of time because I'm not even thinking about my phone. Like, there's no distractions at all. It's just efficiency, which is like my favorite thing is efficiency. Yay. Um, so that I've been doing, it's been great. And so then it was kind of came down like, all right, Lord, what do I want to do? Like, what, what can I do? So obviously for me, my flesh, clearly I've heard plenty of feedback about my um, defeated episode podcast where I was just basically laying it out there about my gluttonous nature and all that good jazz. <laughs> and apparently that message resonated with some people. Um, so I'm not the only one who suffers with that, which, you know, is not a good thing. Um, but it's nice to know that we all can be honest about where we fall short. Um, <clears throat> I don't ever want to be in a position where I can't be open about where I struggle because otherwise, you know, what are you going to do? Keep that in the dark and just keep struggling with that quietly? No, like get it out there. So yeah. So that episode, so I'm clearly starting, I'm, I'm in the middle of a 40, not in the middle. I'm, I'm a few days into a, um, 40 day. I'm doing my first 40 day. So I'm doing it. I started after the day after Christmas and I'm going until um, February 5th. And that is <clears throat> liquids only. Um, there are three 
days in that period, which are set aside as events that we were already doing that I will, I'll be able to, you know what I mean? Um, have a little nibble, but one of them's already happened. And then the other two are in front of me, which is like nice, I guess, but that's kind of what I've set myself up. So it's not like crazy legal, but like, that's what I want to do. Like seek the Lord, seek the Lord, seek the Lord, seek the Lord. And like, all right, Lord, like this is the month of you defining what is, what is my future looking like in this year? What is that going on? And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Like, Oh, I was listening to a message by Francis Chan and I, I, I really do love listening to Francis Chan. It's not like, like, so I had a, a client meeting today and I was going to go to it. And like, I had a moment in the car to drive. It was going to be like a half hour, 35 minute drive. And so I was thinking about turning on like news. I haven't listened to the news in forever. So I have no idea what's going on in the world. I've kind of stopped doing that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm about to go to a client meeting. I should probably like, you know, like, you know, like, all right, Holy Spirit, let's fill up. You know what I mean? So I turned on a sermon and it was, it was Francis Chan talking about suffering, like, like suffering with Christ and how to celebrate that. And really to boil down the, it's like, if you look at the entire New Testament church, right, it was a suffering, you know, pick up your cross and follow me, do these kind of things. And he made a statement and it was a statement that I had to be honest with myself about that was like, um, like so often I think we say like, Lord, use me like, Lord, use me like I'm yours, Lord. And, and if I'm being super honest and transparent, I'll say like, Lord, like do whatever you want, Lord, do it. Like, just tell me what it is and I'll be obedient. And then immediately in the back of my mind, there's things that I hope he doesn't say. Like, does that make sense? Like I'll, in one breath, be like, Lord, you, it's all yours, man. It's all yours. And then the moment I say that, I'm like, I, it's all on the altar for you. Then I'll be like, oh, but please don't take this. <laughs> Lord, it's all yours. However, if you could just do me a solid and keep X, Y, and Z, you know? And that's such a, like, it's a brutal thing to say. Like, like part of me really does. Like believe, like Lord, like I want to, like let me let me go ahead and say it this way. My life is amazing because of what He's done in it. Like right now, even with my like my 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 flubby flubby exterior, you know, like right now, my life has never been better. Like what the Lord is doing in my life spiritually, what the Lord is doing in my life personally, professionally, all these things. Like like my life has never been better, and it all is because of Him. Like all of it. Every single ounce of the goodness in my life currently is a hundred percent because of the Lord's favor. And I, I'm blown away by it. I'm humbled by it. Like even t- like today, like professionally, like the things he's doing, the doors he's opening up, I can't even begin to explain what he's doing in my life and how, how amazing it is. And it blows me away. It literally like brings me to my knees and going, Lord, I, like how good are you, Lord? You know, I so undeservingly good. And it, it's just crazy. Which then makes me even more weird when I say, all right, Lord, don't take those things away from me. Like the things that you've given me, don't take them away. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to not have those. Like, so it kind of goes back to like, I, I find comfort in structure. I, I, I like knowing the things around me and my brain works well that way. Um, and so when 
the things that scare me are the unknowns, like like the being in the in the in the craziness, the the living on faith type situations. Like they they make me pause, man. They make me pause. Not because I wouldn't, but because it's not my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, if I could choose to not have and and so much of of this season right now, like where I'm at spiritually, is like I want to get rid of any noise to focus on his word for what he has for me. Cause I feel like he's doing things like, so like, okay. Like I love the ability to be a kingdom builder. Like that's one of my deep passions, like helping people get better at business, myself included learning, getting better, helping small businesses, whatever it is that get to the next. Like, I love that. I love that. It's one of my favorite things. Um, is that what I'm called to do? You know, do I say that because I'm good at it? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm decently skilled at it. I have, I have some talent. I mean, again, uh, is it because it's comfortable? Like, do I like it because I get to work in businesses? I get to work in an office. I'm not out in, you know, doing missionary work type situation or I, you know, I, 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 what are the motives? of the things that are in my heart. I always joke about the wise or king. Um, like why you do something is so important. Like why you're, why you're, you're, you going after it, you know, like why you're nice to someone. Is it to get something or because you truly care about that person? So like the wise are always so important to me. And in this situation, like I'm, I'm really searching deep, like, Lord, like what are my wise? Like, what are they? Like, do I want to be like, a kingdom builder because it also lets me be like stable and so therefore kind of secure and therefore kind of safe. Or is it because that's what you really want for me and that's how you want to use me. And, and so I was listening to Francis Chan about that, like, like embracing uncomfortable longing for the uncomfort, the discomfort, because that's where you come in connection with the Lord. He had an example where this, these missionaries from Korea went into, um, I don't know, some, some Middle Eastern area and they were captured by the Taliban. And then the Taliban started murdering one by one some of these missionaries, which is just insane. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like talk about living out the Church of Acts. Um, like you just were literally getting one by one there. And then it, they were stopped and rescued. And he was talking to one of the survivors and he said that he and some of the other survivors would talk amongst themselves and say how they wish they could go back to that cell because they were never closer to the Lord than they were that moment of where it was all on the line, you know, and, 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 and he used the example of like, you know, the Holy Spirit will come to you when you need me. And in those moments of, of, extreme discomfort, like your life is online. That's when the Holy spirit comes. Like, you know, when Stephen was getting stoned in the Bible, like, you know, he's, they're picking up the rocks and he's like, I see the Lord. Like I see. And so, and I desire that so strongly to have that connection with the Lord. Like I really, man, like I, I, I always think about people who hear that. Oh, I heard the Lord. The Lord spoke to me. This the Lord spoke to me that. And I don't get that. Like, I don't get that. I get unctions, you know, and I don't know what, how, 
and and that's I think that's maybe part of it, like like learning how to hear the Lord's will in my life, like getting an ear that's so sensitive to His voice. Um, you know, because the things that give me great joy, I I, I I just want to think about, like, are they the things that give me great joy because I like them, or are they spirit led? Are they spirit birthed? Um, and I think there's. There's validity to that statement. I think the Lord puts things in your heart when you're chasing. Like I, I just, I know I say it. It sounds like a cliche, but I really want to be like, just like Lord, where do you want me to be focusing my effort and my energy this year? And we've been talking about a lot. Like there's a lot of good things and God things in my life right now. There's a are, there's a lot of really good things, and I just want to do the God things um, in my church community, in my work, in my uh, missionary stuff. Like there's some really amazing opportunities that are that are in front of me this year. And all of them are good, like objectively good, you know? And I was talking to a friend about it and I I just don't want to be doing good anymore. I just don't. Like I only want to do the things that are God. And there's nothing wrong with good. And that's what I, I think that I've kind of busied myself with so many things that are really good. Uh, you know, the, the parts of the church that we contribute to community. And I'm not saying I'm stopping any of this. Like, so like, it's, it's not, I don't think I've been released for any of it, to be honest. Like the Lord hasn't told me yes or no on all that stuff, but it's been definitely brought into my mind. I'm like, all right, Lord, like, what do you want me doing? Where do you want me to spend my time? And I want to have a laser focus this year on his kingdom. Like I want to have a laser focus this year on his plan for my life. And what is that looking like? And I'm desperate this month to try and find his voice. Like I'm desperate to find his voice this month. And like, all right, like you're doing these, like, you know, you're doing these amazing things all around me, Lord. But I don't know if all the things that are amazing are, are still what you want. Like, like what should I be saying no to? Should I be saying no to any of this stuff? Is everything, is everything coming from, you know, and, and, I have a piece about things. I have a, you know, but I don't want to, I don't want to be doing things because I know they make me happy and I'm comfortable. Like my, my wife and I show, I say wife, show and I have some, some amazing um, missionary trips lined up, which make me super happy. I'm like so excited for what that's going to look like. I don't like vacations. (laughs) I was just talking to show about this. I don't want to take vacations. Vacations to me seem selfish. There's nothing wrong with vacations. If you're taking a vacation or anything like that, don't, 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 please don't know like my travel schedule. We travel so much that vacations seem selfish and I love what I do. So I don't like vacationing from it. Like I, I love what I do. I, I like being busy with my job. I really enjoy all of it. I love it. Like, I'm so thankful the Lord has provided me the option to do this professionally. It's amazing. Like, I love it. So for me, I don't want to take a vacation. Not because I'm a workaholic, because I love what I do. And like, I'm building mission websites right now for, for ministries. I'm in the, I'm like, I'm able to take my skill sets and build people's ministries and other things. And I love that. I love it. And so I don't want to not do that. So taking a vacation for me is a taking a break from the things that I love to do to go to places, which is like eh, not on my list of things to do. Like oddly enough, like it's not on my list of things to do. 
unless you put that under the umbrella of missionary, like, Hey, we're going to go do a, like we're going out here to do a missions We're we're helping support this ministry or doing this. Then you have my, um, my attention and focus is a hundred percent. Like, Oh wait, we're going, we're going here to do this on board. Like we're going to San Francisco in February. And the last time I was in San Francisco, be honest, didn't love it. Had some bums yelling at me. <laughs> kind of wanting to fight me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, is California, like, is there a better place to start doing some missions, some outreach, and, like, getting that thing? And then we have an overseas mission trip planned this month or uh, next year. It's like, those things super excite me because they're going to put me in places of discomfort. Like, my natural inclination is not to go to places of discomfort. Like, okay, like, Africa missionary type stuff has never been on my heart. Never. Like, never. Like, I would, like, it's so weird not to say it weird. Like, like, so many people are like, I'm called to the nations and like Africa and these places. And I'm always like, there's so many people called to that. But like, I've always thought about my backyard. <clears throat> I've always thought locally. Like, how do you improve your neighborhood? How do you improve your community? How do you do those kind of things? Not and maybe because I've never been experienced. I've never had uh, been exposed to, I should say, like like nation building type stuff, kingdom building other nations. I've never done that. I've done Mexico type stuff, but I don't count that. Um, but I've always had more of a local focus. I, I'm like, I don't need to go to Africa to to bless someone when there's people literally, you know, five miles from me that could use it. However, I'm not doing that either. So <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't need to travel. I, there's people here. I'm like, well, you're not doing either. So do something. And so we're, we're starting to do something and yeah. I, I, so again, this whole thing turns back to that statement of, all right, Lord, you're in control. And I, that feeling of, but don't take these things. Like, am I truly putting my comfort zone on the altar of how I want to do kingdom building? Like, hey, Lord, I will, I will do whatever you ask me to do as long as you ask me to do it this way. And I feel like that's what I'm saying, and it stinks to say it that way. But after hearing that message today, like, and I'm so happy I heard it because I was like, man, like, like is, is, is my walk worth being uncomfortable? Like, is he worth me being uncomfortable? Well, obviously, the answer is yes. Well, then why does it terrify me? Like, why does that, like, if he says, if I heard the Lord, <laughs> if I heard the Lord say, go do X, like, am I, am I ready to be obedient, like, immediately to go do X? And I want to say yes to that. My wife is, dude, show is ready. Dude, show will go tomorrow. Like, right now. It's 1.21 p.m. She'll be gone by 1.22. She won't. She'll pack. It'll take her forever to pack. And she'll be late. And she'll make me frustrated. However, <laughs> she doesn't have that. She doesn't have that pause, which is why I love. That's why as much as I get frustrated sometimes with like her, her not having that pause when it comes to her spiritual walk, I'm so spiritually envious of her. Yes. Her yes is so big. Her yes is so big. And there's no fear. Like there's no fear in her when she says yes, because she still has that childlike faith, that childlike reliance on a good father. So why would there be a hesitation? 
Why would there be a hesitation from her? Because she serves an amazing father who's never let us down ever. And therein lies the glaring hypocrisy of my statement. Why is there fear? Like, what can he, what would he take away that I, that I couldn't do without? Nothing. He's, he's not, he's provided everything. Like my life. So why do I want to hold on to the things he's given me? And that, that's what frustrates me. Like I'm comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. Like, I guess, you know what I mean? Like there's not like, this isn't like a, I got like a, a flogging, a self flogging type thing, but there is a growth in discomfort and being uncomfortable. Because uh, uh, it, it makes you relying that 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 connection that reliance and and I want that and and so I don't know does that does that make me need to be really uncomfortable <clears throat> to get that do I need to put some things out there that I'm I'm I say are his but I I quietly am like gripping onto tooth and nail you know I say my I have an open palm Lord and everything in it's all you know my life is an you know open hand take and give. And I'm I'm super ecstatic when it's open hand and he keeps giving, but I am I am I am I truly honest with myself when I say you can take anything, Lord. And it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? It's all out there, it's all yours. So who am I to hold anything back? Yet, I mean, have you ever said that? Like, Lord, you can like I'll do whatever you want, Lord. And then immediately in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't take that. Please, like. Like, but I really like that. That makes me, that's my little binky. You know, that's my safety net, my safety blanket. That's the thing that makes, gives me my comfort. You know, and a lot of times it's professional for jobs, it's clients, it's this, it's that, it's, it's, it, you know, financially, it, it's nice to have stability in your income. I didn't have it for a very long time. And so it's nice to, to, to know that, all right, Lord, you know, like, thank you so much for providing for us and, 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 and blessing my hands and our effort and the things that we're doing. But is, <clears throat> I don't want that to be my, my comfort. I don't want my means to be my comfort. He's my comfort. And so do I need to be uncomfortable? Does that mean stretching in terms of our giving? Stretching in terms of where we're spending? you know, where we're blessing others. That's, that's been our focus. Like, how can we, how can we take these means and make it kingdom minded, you know? Um, and that's, that's kind of the thought process. And it's, man, it, it terrifies me on certain levels when I think about what he would ask me to do. And it, and that terrifying me infuriates me because it means I don't trust him. Like, why would I ever be scared of what a good father would ask? You know, like there's no rational thought process to that irrational fear as if all of a sudden he's going to put something out there that would be just like, you know what I mean? Like, why does my mind go to that? Like, oh Lord. And so I look at people in my life, you know what I mean? I look at my brother-in-law and his wife, like, like what they walk through obedience wise was brutal, 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 brutal but it was probably the best thing that's ever happened to them in terms of their faith, their relationship and the fruit that'll be produced from it. Right. But we see the hardship, but like, was it, 
you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Like we all have our, our perspective on things that look rough when someone's going through it. But man, if that brings you closer to the Lord, what's, what, what costs, like the Francis Chan statement was he had a dream that he was dying. And it was that moment that you're in front of the Lord. That moment that you're you and God. And it's that, all right, am I getting the well done, good and faithful servant? Or am I getting your greatest fear? You know what I mean? Like you're like at that moment, is there anything that you would have held back? At that moment of like, it's it. Is there anything that you would have said, you know what? I I was right to hold on to that. I was right to keep that for myself. Like you're right. That that I'm glad I didn't give that like just absolutely throw that on the altar for him. No way. There's not, you'd be like, uh, give me, give me a second chance. Like I'll, I'll go get everything that I kept. I'll, I, it's yours. It's yours. Cause in that moment, you understand what really matters. Like in that moment, you, you see eternity. And that has to be my focus now. Like, what am I holding on to that I, that I, that, that it's worth it on that moment? In that moment, what, what if any of these things that I have my hand is gripped onto is worth it? Nothing. Nothing. So then what are we even talking about? And the thing is, and I don't know about you guys, but like I, there is a serious spiritual stirring that I've never experienced before going on right now in my life. Like there is an excitement an expectation that is, I can't even begin to, to quantify with words and how I'm feeling. Like there is something being birthed. Like there is something in my spirit that has been just like, all right, Lord, like I'm like a, a race car in red. You know what I mean? The guns of the Navarone, like point me in a direction. Let's do this. There is that thing. And I don't know what that thing is. You know, I, I mean, I'm like, all right, I'm digging deep this month to figure it out. Like just not what it is, but who he is to me. And I think that's the better way to phrase it. Like, Lord, I have to get in fellowship with you. I have to get in tune with you. Everything else is, is secondary, but it's that relationship. It's the man who, like, how do I worship you? How do I praise you? How am I obedient to you? How do I give it all to you? How do, you, how do I lavish you with all the things that you deserve? And, and I got to figure that out because I, I, I'm super comfortable. I'm super comfortable and I, I don't want to be comfortable for the wrong reasons. I don't want to get to a spot where I'm just, I'm not seeking after him and his kingdom and his, his, his proximity to me. I, I got to stay there. <laughs> and so it's like, that's where my mind's at. So this is a really scattered episode, probably, you know, I, I don't know if you guys are going through that. I don't know if that's, like, I don't know if it's just me or whatever, but I, I, there's such an excitement and I don't want to miss it. That's why I'm, I'm going through all the things in my life and I'm doing an inventory of all the things I'm doing. I'm like, is this good or God? 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 You know, lambing or rams and goat, lambs and goats. Like I got to separate and divide the things that are, that are, are him versus that are me. And if it's me, it's got to go. It's got to go. But if it's him, I got to go after it 
with a reckless abandon. And I can't say like, Lord, you can have it. And then like, Arr. God, I hate saying that. I hate knowing that that's a real thing. I have that fear. Like my wife doesn't. And I got to get to that. That just trusting the father. He's so good. He's so good. Like, why do I, I there's no excuse in my entire being. I'm walking evidence of how good he is. I've been healed physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. There's not one good thing he's held back from me. Not one. Like I'm blown away. I can't even begin to tell you how blown away I am when I think about like what he's done in my life, where I'm at right now. Like it just is baffling. No one's that good. No one's that good. I don't deserve anything that he's given me. Not an ounce of it. So why do I, why do I fear? Like, why do I fear that if, if it went away tomorrow, who cares? You know, like, I, I just, I, I have to, I want to live on the altar. Again, I don't know what that looks like yet, but I'm going to figure it out because I'm going to keep chasing after him. Keep praying with him, keep spending time with him, my devotion with him. Like I, like, like, I know there's an answer there. And I know scripture says, if I keep knocking, you know, there it's, it's there. Like I pray for wisdom and discernment, understanding, but man, I just want to hear his voice. I just want to hear his voice so deeply and so clearly, you know, that it's impossible to ignore. That's impossible to like, no, that could have been me. You know, I don't know if you guys have that. Like, was that you or me, Lord? Which one? Which one? If it makes me uncomfortable, it's probably you. <laughs> if it's something I want to do, it's probably me. But I, uh, that's, that's what I'm looking for this year, man. That's, that's, I'm not this year, just in general, but I know like for something about 2024, I don't know what it is, man. I've never had this kind of unction, this kind of like just, oh, this restlessness in my spirit. And this hunger for what is on the horizon. Like, oh man. Then I hope you guys are doing the same thing. Like, I hope, I hope there's something like that in you. And if there is, dude, call me. Let's figure this thing out. <laughs> let's pray together. I don't know. Let's figure something out. Because I got, I need some directiones. And so that's what I'm dealing with right now. That's what I'm going through. And I'm going to be, again, doing these more in real time. Uh, but gosh, I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. And I couldn't be more ecstatic. Uh, there's some things they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to be burned away this, this, in the altar, like some dross that needs to be removed from my life. You know, hopefully we don't have any more, uh, <laughs> defeated podcasts, <laughs> but either which way, man, that's where I'm at 2024. I'm super excited. I can't wait for it. It's here, but like January. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, oh, so much coming. I'm just, ah, starting the game. All right, you guys are awesome, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye! You have been listening to What's Up Church Podcast. Just know you are cooler than all your friends that didn't. <laughs>